packed a suitcase, sold the rest. Couldn't wait to leave that town. U.S. Highway rolling west, with all the windows down. Turns out I'm not a city girl. I miss the trees and sky and ground. I need to see what part of me I lost can still be found. Going westward. Diner stuck in time. Where old men read the paper, drink their coffee black every morning of their lives. A waitress knows 'em all by name. Got their orders memorized. This is the America that the interstate left behind. Washed in white, names like Holy Restoration Tabernacle of Eternal Life. In the mountains of New Mexico, I cross the Great Divide, flip through the empty radio, and drive on through the night. What's up, guys? And、uh, welcome to the Hippies and Cowboys podcast, bringing you the best of the country music world like nobody else to tell it. As always, I'm your host Garrett, sitting up here in the cold prairies of Canada, east of the Rockies and west of the rest. And joining of me, of course, as always, is Mike out there in Iowa. What's up, guys and gals? Say hello, Mike. Hey. And、uh, we are living up to our tagline today, bringing you one of the best in the country in country music right now, in our opinion.、Uh, 
the incredibly talented Emily Scott Robinson. Hi, I'm so excited to be on the podcast today with you guys. <laughs> yeah, we're so happy to have you. As are um, we, as are we, yeah. We brought, yeah. We brought you into the episode today with the opening track from her 2019 release, Traveling Mercies. And of course, that song is titled Westward Bound. Uh, so yeah, welcome to the show, Emily. And uh, I know I speak for both of us, like I said, in, in, in we are so excited to have the opportunity to chat with you and uh, dig into some important stuff here. So Thank you. Welcome. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we uh we'll kind of we'll kind of get the intro for you out of the way here, and then we can dig into some stuff here. Um, you uh you released your your most recent album in 2019, and uh, you were lucky enough, I see, to be listed at number 21 on Rolling Stone's 2019 Best Country and Americana Albums. That's it's got to be pretty cool. Super cool. Um, it was funny because I was actually out of the country when that list came out. I was in Bulgaria visiting my husband's family and um, I was sick with a respiratory infection and it was December and you know I felt so far from home and um, but I'd worked really hard all last year putting out Traveling Mercies and touring on it and just wanting it to break through into the world and for people to find it and then I was like in my sweatpants drinking tea when somebody texted me and said, hey, have you seen this Rolling Stone thing? And I said, wait, what Rolling Stone list? And, and they were like, just Google it. Go check it out. And I saw that check I was listed on there at number 21, which 21 is my lucky number. So that was pretty cool. Um, and I, ah, I just cool. was so, yeah, so grateful. So stoked about it. That's great. Yeah, definitely. It was it was definitely in in the top of my list. That's for sure. Yeah, I think um, I think twenty one's a little and I, a little low. I guess it depends on how you look at it. Low, low or high? Possibly. I mean, it's too high of a number, too low on the list. But <laughs> I, know, I won't pick my battle. I won't um, pick my battle with Rolling Stone today. But yeah. <laughs> um, I will. Uh, I just want to mention that uh, you are currently touring is that correct so that's right yeah um i in fact i'm gonna be um next week heading out i'm gonna be doing a big tour through the midwest down the east coast um i'm gonna be coming through iowa (laughs) playing shows in in iowa yes i'm gonna be in iowa city in ames um and uh, yeah, so I'm a, I'm touring a bunch through the spring and, well, really through the whole year, and I'm just enjoying it. It's been awesome. I'm staying That's busy. That's great. I, I wrote some of these dates down just so I could give some people uh, an idea of where you're going to be headed February 9th. Starting February 19th here, I got you in uh, Appleton, Wisconsin. Uh, the 20th, you're in Illinois, then moving on to Michigan, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charleston, West Virginia, February 23rd. And then you got a couple of big ones in, uh, I see, New York, Boston, Pittsburgh, Columbus, Nashville, just to name a few. So yep. definitely a, a good little run there. Don't, definitely some, some bigger bigger venues, too, I'd imagine, along the, along the way can't there. Can't forget Iowa City, City on the 3rd, man. Oh, sorry. Yes, of course. The biggest oh, show of them all. Yes. The mill. Come on now. Are you gonna be there? Of course. Are you gonna be there? Oh, you bet. It's a Tuesday. Yeah. I, I will. I will swing yes. it. Yeah, I'll be there. 
I apologize for it being a Tuesday. I feel so bad, you know, like when I come through people's, because I just can't play in everyone's town on like a Friday or Saturday night. So sometimes I'm just amazed when people buy tickets to come see me on like a weeknight. And I'm like, what are you doing? It's a weeknight. Like, I know I have to be here, but like. Don't for it now. Come on. (laughs) Oh, man. Awesome country music. Yeah, I'll I'll be at your show on Tuesday, and I'll be uh I'll be teaching kids come you know eight a.m. in the morning the next day. So (laughs) there you go. (laughs) Um, and so I'll just plug in your your website here quick. You guys can uh, you guys listening can of course check her out at emilyscottrobinson.com. I don't think I need to spell that. You should be able to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> but, easy. Uh, definitely, definitely go check out. I'm sure you have some merch on there. And uh, of course, all those tour dates will be there for you. So that's exactly right. Any more information you need, I'm sure you can find it on emilyscottrobinson.com. And of course, show her some love on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, yeah, keep up with what she's doing. Because I'm telling you, this is she is on the on the move here. Yeah. definitely one of the best out there right now and we are so excited to have the chance to sit down and talk with you today so thank you again for being here you're welcome yeah very active on social media too you always you always got so so much good stuff to say yeah it's a it's a high quality (laughs) follow aside from the the music aspect it's uh check her out thank you and uh not yeah so not not only did uh her music pique our interest here going off what mike just said she is quite active on social media um particularly i'm talking about twitter and uh recently we had a bit of a bit of an event in the country music world where uh cmt um took their morning airtime video hours and uh made it a 50 50 split between male and female artists if i've got that right yeah as opposed to the 60 40 numbers that they were previously going with and i know you've been an active part of the conversation on uh on twitter on that topic and uh it's really i mean as an outsider as a non-artist and as a as a male who's not you know really in the industry looking in it's just interesting to see and and uh it's good to see that you're active in that conversation as as a female artist so yeah i uh it's um it's been it's been really interesting um so cmt is actually a very uh progressive platform for um promoting Mm. the music of women which for some reason country music radio this whole thing started because um somebody called into a radio station or tweeted at some radio station in michigan and now This original tweet has, of course, been deleted because it became a big firestorm. But somebody tweeted at a radio station and asked them to play two songs by women, a Kelsey Ballerini song and a Casey Musgrave song. And the station Mm -hmm. tweeted back and said, sorry, we can't play women back to back. And somebody, you know, somebody tagged these artists and Kelsey and Casey both reposted the tweet, (laughs) making comments like, I mean, I think Casey said something like, sure, you can't play two women back to back, but you can play 18 dudes who sound exactly the same in a row. And she was completely yeah. right. It literally <laughs> broke. It, it broke. Completely it wasn't just right. news in the country music world. It became national news. Like it was on national news networks. It became a scandal. And it actually revealed mm-hmm. something that to many people in the mainstream world who didn't know this about country music 
um, radio programming and even the software that is built to program um, country music at stations, which is that it's incredibly, um, uh, it's, it's like inherently sexist <laughs> and it's it's um yeah it did. It, the percentage of women being played on country radio has actually gone down uh increasingly since the early 2000s and i think the mm. most recent percentage i saw cited was that elim- women were seeing between 11 and 16 percent airplay compared to men on radio stations right. and this is not because there's a lack of amazing women making music um, it's just this weird, complex, deeply rooted sec- issue of sexism in the industry. And it's very cool because CMT of all platforms, country music television, has been very progressive in trying to promote women's music and um, women's country music. I think they saw the writing on the wall. I think they were like, look, there are so many people who want to we- hear amazing women in country music. And... Radio stations, traditional country radio stations, are not serving those people, that demographic. They're not really giving listeners what they want, which is they want to hear Miranda. They want to hear Kelsey. They want to hear Casey. They want to hear uh, Maren Morris. They want to hear a lot of – they want to hear women as much as they want to hear men. And so, yeah, when they, when they, uh, and there's a woman named Leslie Fram who works at CMT, who's a big part of why this conversation around women is happening. She's really at the center of these discussions and um, was interviewed on, on TV about it, but she's, she's one of the like movers and shakers and forces for good. Um, But she was one of the people behind that decision to go 50, 50 women and men. And there was, you know, predictably some weird backlash (laughs) from, you know, yeah. And, People who didn't, honestly, from, you know, from people who didn't, I mean, there's always going to be weird backlash from trolls on Twitter and also from people who just of course, are like sexist. But there was also some backlash from people who didn't understand actually the problems of mm-hmm. sexism in country music. And um, I rarely get into like Twitter battles or comment, you know, discussions with people <laughs> because it feels like a huge waste of energy that can <laughs> but i yeah that can that can be pretty taxing on the energy level it really can getting into battles on twitter <laughs> yeah um and, but it was kind of like do i need to because people would come into the conversation and they would not have any education on the issue they wouldn't know how bad yeah. it is and they would just go well this doesn't seem fair and it was like well go educate yeah. go educate yourself about the issue like here's a link to an article go read this and then come back, (laughs) you know, it's like one of the, one of the worst or like one of the, one of the ones that one of the arguments that really gets me is, well, the, the, the listeners should decide, you know, if, if, you know, maybe there's a reason why the females aren't getting played quite as much. And it's like, it comes up in my brain. Like, it's like, how are people supposed to find out about great female artists if they're not getting the airplay Dude. and 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 vice versa then like how are people supposed to decide if they like them if they're not even getting the opportunity literally these country radio programmers could they are telling these people what to listen to they're telling us i when i say mm-hmm. us i use Absolutely. us loosely cuz i don't listen to mainstream country radio but i'm laughing yeah, at that argument because listeners 
never decide. I am telling you right now, the country radio programmers right now in February of 2020 can already tell you for the entire year who is going to be in the top 40. They can tell you. They know. They freaking know because they're in charge. It's just they are. And and it's Um, people like what they are exposed to and what they're told to like. I mean... Country radio is a it's a serious big brother situation. It is not grassroots like the way it used to be. Um and right. it's really controlled by uh by people in power, by big labels with big influence and by a lot of money. There's a lot of money in it. And so um somewhere along the line somebody started to believe and perpetuate the myth that women artists meant less money. And I don't know why, um, but <laughs> because when you look at the the women of country music all through the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, women meant plenty of revenue. I mean, women were huge stars in country music. And um, it's, it's just weird that country music radio has actually regressed and gotten worse and become like a more backwards place even now than it was like 15 years ago yeah it's 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 absurd strange um yeah i i couldn't agree more it's and the stat and you're right it's not only just you know it's not it's not like people are, are are fighting this battle from a position of you know politics or something like that there's it's it's there's numbers and statistics Mm -hmm. that back up everything that you're saying yeah about how much how much worse the the representation of uh female artists on in the mainstream platforms are yeah and i i I feel pretty i I feel pretty proud of the you know let's say our kind of country music world that smaller underground country or whatever you want to call it i don't know if there's a good label to put it yeah but i feel like Lots of artists in this world and uh, just people who are involved, especially, you know, Twitter and social media and all that kind of thing. I think that we I think that we do a good job of representing female female artists and and really cheering them on and and not out of not out of um, not out of just. Just like because, like you said, a political right. standpoint, but just, right, just right. Be- yeah, not just because, but because some of the best music out there right now is is by female artists. Yeah, you just have to listen. Yeah, I mean, exactly. You know, it's it's if you listen, if you really take the time and listen to it, there, I don't see where you can argue with that statement. Yeah, I mean, I, completely. I I, I got to share this story of last night. So I was I was going to I'm in a darts league. Make of it what you will. But I was riding there with uh, one of my teammates, and and uh, Ten Isle Towns came on like serious radio or whatever, and I, I don't mind Ten Isle Towns at all. Um, but it just reminded me, I was like, oh, you got to check out Emily Scott Robinson, and I put on <clears throat> um, Better with Time. Uh, it's my go-to like uh-huh. first song, like check the Aww. check her out, <laughs> and uh, it was just like silence during the whole the whole song and then i look over and i was like look at your arms and sure enough goosebumps i mean it's just oh. it's such a rare thing like anytime anytime i mean and this is not just that song but i mean there are very few artists that have that capability of just like just goosebumps instant and and you're one of them and so many of your songs do that and 
and ended up the it's like a half hour drive there and the whole ride back was just uh spent in silence listening to to other songs of oh. and, and my teammate was just um blown away and and that that's the oh reaction my God. it's like if, if only more people could just experience like like that kind of thing and it doesn't have you know it's it's not like a, a boy or a girl thing it's it's an art thing and and it's it's something yeah. that, that you have and many other people do or not not many honestly but other people have it too but just so many people just don't know about it and and i just had yeah. I, I knew when that happened i was like i gotta share this story because it's like every it's, it, that oh my god every that makes me so happy but yeah that, that's how it is with, with any any time i've shared your music with, with anybody is it's like the same story over and over and and it's 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 like god if only if only more people knew and had the access to to listen just to, to sit and listen and so I, I had to share that story with you because I was like, man, this is this is great, you know. But I love uh, that. That is so cool. <laughs> Thank you for for earning me some new fans out there. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no, there's going going yeah. off. Go ahead, Garrett. Go ahead, Mike. Um, just just going off like uh, what we've kind of just been talking about. Thanks for that, Mike. Uh, like. I think uh, I think a big part of it is some of the most real country music is coming from women right now yeah. from a from a from a place uh, as as songwriters I feel like you know between I, a few that I can just mention off the top of my head uh, you Kelsey Walden yeah yeah uh, Jamie Lynn Wilson like just fantastic songwriters and and just have a way of delivering some of these stories and some of these um, songs that you've written that just it's just it's so real it's so it's freaking country music it's it's, it's yeah absolutely fantastic it's storytelling and, and there's yeah. like i said if, if people would take the time to to dig in and and listen and find artists such as yourself and these other great female artists i think that there would be a lot bigger push for some of these radio stations and some of these mainstream outlets yeah. to, to push your guys's music and and going off that, I mean, this seems like a good time to maybe go into your second song. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then we can kind of come yeah. back after the break and chat a little more. Wonderful. That but, sounds uh, great. We're, we're going to play you guys a song titled The Dress. And uh, Emily, if you'd like to, you can go ahead and tell us a little bit about this that song. And uh, if, you've, if yes, you're comfortable, I'd, if you'd like to. And, I'd uh, be more than happy yeah. to. Um, I wrote this song... This is really my, I mean, we're shifting gears a little bit here, but um, this is like a song yeah. that I wrote, um, and I'm so glad you asked, that is my um, Me Too song. You know, it's a song about my experience being sexually assaulted in my early 20s, um, about 10 years mm -hmm. ago, and my experience of healing from that trauma, um, and I really, with this song, The Dress, uh, I wanted to capture, well, what had happened was... Um, I'd been, um, date raped. I'd been like drugged at a bar and, um, I, this thing sort of happened and I didn't really, I, I just sort of like tried to pick up the pieces of my life after this happened. And it was just such a weird, crazy experience. It just threw me completely through a loop. Um, and I tried so hard for my life to just be normal after that and to sort of erase this thing from my, from my <laughs> brain and from my my 
experience. Mm-hmm. And um, it just turns out that trauma doesn't work that way. And um, I, I about a couple months later, maybe six months later, I found the dress that I was wearing that night. And I looked at it and I was like, why the, can I curse on this podcast? Um, Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. Absolutely. I was, I was like, why the fuck did I keep this, this thing? This is like so marked. It's like such a heavy, dark object to me now. But the ironic thing was that it was like a, like a little white sundress. It was like the image of purity in many Mm -hmm. ways. And so several years later when I started songwriting, I thought back to that and it took me a long time to write this song. It took me like four years to finish it. But I always knew that the crazy kind of like juxtaposition of the fact that I was wearing a white dress the night that it happened to me was just so strangely symbolic. Um, So that's what the song is about. That is my, that's my lead in into it. And now you can play it. Thank you so much for sharing that story. Um, we will we will let the music do the talking here, and uh, I hope you all uh, enjoyed the dress by Emily Scott Robinson. White cotton dress, tied at the waist, bare summer arms. An eyelid lace Not short and not long Comes down to the knee On top of the laundry Folded and clean But I could have sworn That I threw that thing away Back in June Snuck out to the alley And buried it trash one afternoon I can't trust my memory anymore was it the dress I wore was it the wine he poured was there some sign I ignored was there go crazy just hold my breath keep it all safe locked up in my chest deadbolt the front door don't answer the phone sleep with the lights on afraid of being alone and I go back through every detail like a photograph in my mind Searching for what I did wrong I never find it in time Was it the dress I wore? Was it the wine he poured? Was there some sign? Storm, to run from that storm. 
Okay, welcome back uh, to the Hippies and Cowboys podcast. We are still here with Emily Scott Robinson. Hey, and uh, if, you just heard. If, if I can enter, if dress. I can interject here, uh, go ahead and and reach down Absolutely. and touch your arms and feel those goosebumps for me. Uh, after listening mm. to that, uh, yeah, incredibly powerful song and uh, so well written. And and thanks so much for sharing the story behind that yeah. song. It's a very meaningful song, and I'm sure, I'm sure it's. Uh, can't be easy to tell that yeah. one but oh, thank uh, you thanks so much we really appreciate it I appreciate it um so um i had a couple of i did a little bit of homework here on uh before we kind of started here and i just had a couple of statistics that we were talking about earlier um on the show here you had said uh, somewhere between somewhere in the 16 percent range um i just i had a few written down here that just struck me um when it comes to female representation on on country radio and just in the mainstream in general, yeah. Um, so I had a I had one here that's out of uh, USC and it was uh, the Annenberg, if I'm pronouncing that right, yes. Inclusion Initiative, and it said from 2014 to 18 of the 500 top, and I say that in quotation marks, top country songs, uh, were only only 16 percent were by female artists oh my god and then uh kind of going off that and that one really struck me but yeah some further digging uh, and i found yeah. another 16. i found another bad one um a, a study actually out of, of out of canada here um at the university of ottawa by a lady named uh, jada watson um this was in 2019 uh it was called the gender representation on country format radio and uh found that in the year 2000 um male to the male to female ratio was 2.1 to 1 okay so not great no not not great not as bad as what i'm about to say so but it increased to (gasps) 9.7 to 1 in 2018 oh my god oh my god it's like incredibly (sighs) incredibly Oh my god! Balance <laughs> ratio. I'm no mathematician, but whoa! <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I'm telling uh, you, this uh, is a like, this is a conspiracy. <laughs> I, 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 like, so how does that it's, even happen? It's, I mean, it only I happens on um, purpose. I swear! Yeah, oh my I god! Yeah. So I have a pretty good theory going off of that um, as to why those numbers kind of went the way they did. Um, and I want to ask you if you think that I'm on track here in saying that, I mean, to me, I'm going to give you my opinion, then you can tell me if I should yeah. go jump off a bridge or something else. I'm so but, curious. Tell me, tell me, what do you think? Um, I'm dying over here to hear it. So. To, I mean, we've, we've seen through, we've seen through the two thousands and up until now, I mean, there's, there's pop country and then there's these things that, that, uh, this, this other beast called bro country Mm -hmm. or whatever you want to call it and then now uh saving country music recently had an article that i'm going to actually quote here later in my little spiel um this new like uh, artists such as say dan and shay or uh kane brown they've called it boyfriend country (laughs) and so i think i think with like the the evolution of of pop to bro to boyfriend country i think that has had the biggest and most like the most profound I- impact on on those numbers base and i'm going to give you a couple of quotes actually out of that article just to kind of uh i'm going to just one sec here i'm 
Mike got dropped. There we go. Mike's back. Okay, so I'm, I'm just going to give you a couple of – Mike's back. There we yeah. go. I'm going to give you a couple of quotes out of that article just to kind of keep you on the track of where I'm going with this. Yeah. Um, the, the, one of the quotes was, uh, the big concern of boyfriend country is the continued trend of male performers dominating the mainstream. And then if you ever wonder why Kane Brown concerts are 70% women, it's because that's who he's singing to. Dan and Shay included – Men singing to women in music written and marketed to appeal to women. And boyfriend country is another rich excuse for why women can't get played. And I really like you can I'll maybe send you the link to that article afterwards and you could read it for yourself if you haven't. And uh, but to me, like, I don't want to say it's the sole blame, but the way the way the trends like just looking at the time period, I mean, you got pop country bro country and now what he's calling boyfriend country all of these things it seems are about the macho you know male like he said the male dominated mainstream right as as artists and and being marketed to women and songs that might appeal to women does some of these does some of the i mean i'm not saying it like i said i'm not saying it's the sole reason but i i certainly don't think it helps because it seems like all these different kinds of of garbage country music <clears throat> i'll go out and say that yeah it seems as though like female artists are really the ones who are suffering yes and what's in, in, in those situations like yeah what's so interesting about it to yeah. me is that there's there's something really important here there are many 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 women who are buying country records and who are buying tickets to shows. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there is this sort of, I mean, this is honestly who gets record deals, who gets radio play, all of this, who gets development deals. This is all about money in big yeah, country right. music Always. Um, world. Always about money. And so course. there is this like one dimension or sorry, two dimensional perception, perception of women as country music fans. And the idea is that, why would women want to listen to other women if they can have these like right. fantasies of being boyfriends with Kane Brown or Dan and Shay? Um, oh God! And it's so <laughs> no. it's so two dimensional <laughs> that these programmers and that these industry people cannot imagine that that women and men both would also equally be excited about all of these amazing women performers and have shown themselves to be willing to like Miranda Lambert sold out Bridgestone arena, like is selling out arena tours. Mm. Like uh, Maren Morris is doing the same. Like, I mean, Taylor Swift isn't country anymore, but like female artists have the same ability um, to be commercially viable, but there is this sexist perception of women as an audience. that's like, Oh, well these ladies are only interested in like dudes. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and yeah. you're absolutely right. It's, it's totally damaging. Uh, it's totally damaging to the uh, opportunities and prospects of women in the industry. It's absolutely sidelining them a hundred percent because people are going, well, I don't know. Like, I, should we give a development deal to a young guy who sounds and looks like Kane Brown? Or should we give a young develop, a development deal to a young woman like Miranda Lambert? And they yeah. are like, right. these guys are like, yeah. well, let's follow the money. Let's follow the money. It's like, yeah. what's going to you know. sell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, like, possibly, possibly the craziest notion about the whole thing to me is this is like the, the only genre 
not probably not the only genre, but like if you look at pop music, that's not the case. I mean, look at all the the huge not influential all, yeah. uh, females in pop music. Like clearly, it's it, like like everyone likes to listen to women, no different than men. It's it's a, it's a country issue, and I just completely completely yeah. It's just, it's like absolutely actually insane. And that's why I say like, this is, these are myths that are perpetuated that are so damaging and they're, they're, it, it it feels like a conspiracy to me. It feels like it's on purpose. Um, it's this like casual culture of sexism. Um, and it's, it's so toxic and it's like i think it's right, tearing yeah. the country music world apart and one thing that's happened as a result of that is americana you guys i mean like yeah. americana has gotten yeah. really big yeah. and mm-hmm. a lot of intelligent women who would otherwise be pursuing country careers have gone over to americana because <laughs> they aren't getting country radio <laughs> play not- it's only I mean, a title. It's not like they're not making dedicated to. Sorry, no, it's not. It's just not that they're. It's not like they're. Oh, not trying to be a country artist anymore. They're still making their music. They're still making their art. It's they're just calling it right. Americana, which is an insane yeah. thing Completely. to me too. It's like it's like it's. I don't know. We we get into the genre talk a lot. That's the but gist of what I. But it's yeah. yeah. It does, it's. That's the gist of what I was going to say. I mean, we haven't had a de- episode dedicated here to, de- to to labeling what Mike and I, you know, as the hosts of the show, call country music. But to me, Americana is country music. Right. For the most country part, music is 90%. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. And 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 that's, like I said, I, I don't see why there's any reason why, even in the within the, even mainstream listeners, if the, these people were to find you or a kelsey walden or jamie lynn wilson like any sonora may just listing some of my favorites like any of these female artists in my opinion are writing songs that are so real and so uh they're they're just they're incredible artists and the fact that they aren't getting the attention in the in the in the airplay just because they're female yeah it just blows yeah. my mind i don't understand i don't understand it. i would and then like you like the great like the quote you had earlier but you can play 18 yeah. guys in a row that sound I would, identical, identical to each yeah. other i would right also down to say the content of the song i would also say there's been uh, to me an intentional backlash against the wave of feminism and country music like as women have protested mm. this things have gotten worse like legitimately mm. worse um since these uh, right. conversations have started happening since people have been getting called out. There's a defensiveness in mm-hmm. country music, in the establishment. And it's, I mean, women artists have been punished. If you listen to how much radio airplay Casey Musgraves was getting in 2014 versus how much she's getting now, there's a big difference. Um, and right. so I think, I mean, just as if there, just as there has been a backlash broadly in the united states politically against things like the me too movement against right uh, against like certain human rights and gender rights issues i think this backlash is happening for sure uh in the country music world Mm. and it's gonna take it's gonna take money 
like people's wallets getting hurt. Like it's going to take loss of money mm-hmm. and a, a real like turnover of power for things to yeah. change in the country music industry. I think yeah. big time as a whole, as, as a whole across all issues. I mean, this, this is one, yeah. obviously one big issue, but there, there are many others and it's all about money. And it's like, right. What? Yeah. It, I mean, yeah. And I, I think one of the big problems, like you said, is relating it to the political thing. Yeah. I think a lot of people see it as, as political yeah. where to me, it's not, it's not about politics. We try. I mean, we try to we don't like, talk right. politics on the show. This, this is not politics, politics out of this it's show. Music politics. It's right. Different. It's not politics <laughs> to me. It's it's music. Yeah. It's, exactly. It's good music and bad music. And to me, that's not political. Exactly. Or it shouldn't no. be anyway. I yeah. agree completely. And I really do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if I have to go anymore on right. that. Yeah. It's, it's like I said, it's good music and it's bad music. And 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 it's a great point that you made too. I mean, even <clears throat> even artists like as big as Casey Musgraves is, are still suffering from it. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't end once you hit it. You, it doesn't hit end once you hit it big and, no. you know, make it on the radio. No. Right. right. Yeah. Um, so. Um, well, awesome. Another, another good yeah. Um, yeah. point that you had made on Twitter I seen was about the, about festivals too. Just yeah. to throw festivals. that in. Yeah. Festivals. Um, yes, totally. Um, Festival lineups. Could oh, certainly, oh. Could certainly do. Better, yeah. A whole yeah. nother, um, a whole nother world of improvement to be made in festival lineups, but maybe, yeah. maybe yeah. another um, episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, we are trying to. We're no, really I know, quick. I know. Really quick before here, I go, yeah. do you guys want to do some rapid fire questions? I'd love to if we you will, have time. Yeah. I, I okay. was getting worried because I know you're you're on a tight <laughs> you got schedule. Time, we'll but do if it. you have time, we'd I just have them off. Definitely. I have enough time for for if as long as they're rapid and fiery. <laughs> okay, we can be rapid and fiery. This will be Okay, cool. We will do our best. All right, Let's do it. so we'll go back and forth. I'll, I'll uh, start them off. You can go ahead and start, Mike. If All you right, want. if you could live anywhere, anywhere in the world, where'd it be? Telluride, Colorado. All right. Uh, your fa- favorite karaoke song to sing? Oh my god, um, probably Bonnie Raitt. I can't make you love me. Nice. Um, best ice cream flavor? Mint chocolate chip. That's a good one. Best flavor of chicken wings? Oh my god, I don't really eat chicken wings. I haven't eaten oh, chicken no. wings in years. <laughs> okay. I've been None. vegetarian for a long time. <laughs> oh no. Oh, oh no. Okay. My fault. I didn't know. Oh, it's fine. Oh, I don't oh, care no. at all. <laughs> I don't care at all, but I love that oh. question. <laughs> Okay, um, you're going. Okay, uh, <laughs> if you have to go across the country, like, far away, would you rather road trip or fly? Oh, my God, fly. <laughs> I spend too much driving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> too much time okay, driving. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, you have to pick an actress to play you in a movie about your life. Who is the actress? Oh, my God. Mm, that's a good um, one. Oh, that's such a tough one. Um. I, I, the only actress that is like coming to mind is Emma Watson, but <laughs> I don't think that I don't think that would work very well. Um, God, I don't know. The only actresses I can think of are older than me, so <laughs> so um, I'm gonna have to pass. <laughs> Hollywood can Hollywood can CGI something. Well, we'll take yeah, Emma yeah. Watson. That's a good pick. Um, let's see. Uh, That's a good. We'll go with it. Your the favorite person you've ever played with. Mm. Like music. Well, I just shared a stage. 
I just shared a stage this weekend with Mavis Staples, and that was really, really, really exciting and such a big thing for me. We were singing cool. in the gospel show on on the Kayamo cruise together. Oh, awesome. Yeah, cool. Um, Do you have any irrational fears? Ooh. Mm. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, cockroaches. I absolutely hate cockroaches, <laughs> so... I don't think that's irrational at all. That's good yeah, okay, good. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh if you were to uh choose a fight between 100 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck, what would you be choosing? Uh a bunch of duck-sized horses. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing yeah, that's, it took me a while to picture answer. that and i love it <laughs> did you picture a horse-sized duck and, the... and freak out because i did <laughs> yeah but, yeah that's, that's scary okay. uh what's the what's the best gas station snack Ooh. um well i'm from the south so i'm gonna have to say boiled peanuts what oh okay do you guys know what that is? Bold, bold peanuts. No, I don't know what that is. That's new to me. Oh my god, they they literally just boil peanuts in like salt water, and they're they get like kind of soft. It sounds so disgusting now that I'm explaining it, but it's a really southern thing. Um, and you eat boiled peanuts with with Coca Cola, which. To be honest, I try to avoid super salty oh. things when I'm traveling, but um, but they're pretty fun to get when I'm like driving down to the beach or something. Hmm. Bowl peanuts. Right. I, might, I, I will take your word on that one. Huh? <laughs> okay. Oh, you made it. You survived. Congrats. And that was probably Yay, the most rapid, thank rapid you. fire we've done. So that's good. Good enough. We got Yay. it. Yay. Okay. Well, thank you guys. You, you survived. This yeah, has been so, so much, much fun Emily. talking. And oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank uh, you so much for so much for, being here. for listening to my music and for talking women in country music with me. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and um, oh, yep, I yeah, look great. look forward to it. We uh, we'll have to maybe have you back on another time when you have a little longer to sit down. <laughs> and we can uh, we can dig in some more on that. This that'd topic, be great. I'm Any... sure we didn't even scratch the surface today. <laughs> You're always welcome. Cool. And open invite. Well, thank you. Always welcome. Yeah, open invite. Thank you so thank much you. for for making making your art and 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 sharing it with us. I mean, I. I yeah you're I'm a huge fan and and I, I appreciate it so much everything you do so thank you again so much for coming on and talking and and doing what you do it, it, we need more Emily Scott Robinsons you, out there and we, we you know yeah but you're so uh, welcome yeah. it's my pleasure Definitely. thanks guys have a good night yeah you too right. thank you we'll talk to you later. all right bye okay guys well uh that was our uh that was our chat with Emily Scott Robinson. Again, you can check her music out on uh, wherever you get, you get your tunes. Her most recent album, Traveling Mercies, is uh, one yeah. of the best of 2019. Definitely. And as you just heard, she is a fantastic lady. We are so appreciative that she took some time yes. to come on and chat with us and uh, and talk about some, some topics that we definitely didn't feel that we were in a position to be. <laughs> it would have been awkward. It would have been awkward. Us, me so. and Garrett talking about that. So, as, as yeah, and yeah, probably and a she, bit she's so well spoken and we, all that. Uh, and, again, and, even yeah. though she's not here, 
but we yeah. we do have we do Absolutely. have some more Thanks yeah and again. we have some more no, songs from here. her too because um we do we have more tunes for you but like i was saying you can check her out at emilyscottrobinson.com and definitely give her a follow on instagram and twitter and wherever else you're on social media because she is active and yeah. awesome on all of those platforms and uh yeah can't yeah. say enough good stuff about um, her so. and, and catch her catch her live yeah. she's coming around yeah. I, I cannot i cannot wait for march 3rd yeah of course it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome but there you go um, yeah be awesome and yeah she's got some big she's got a little run like she said out to uh yeah some bigger yeah. some bigger cities coming up uh new york boston pittsburgh columbus nashville charleston west virginia all of the above including and then of uh-huh. course like i said before michigan yep. uh, wisconsin illinois but uh yeah definitely go on and check her out when she comes your way so but yeah we uh had a good talk with her and then i think i i talked i talked songs for you talk geared into oh, playing another one uh, emily kind of said 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 her her couple yeah. songs and and that she 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 would like to have played and we agreed and there's one there's one that uh was left off the list that's one of my favorites we're gonna throw one more all in time there. so uh yeah. yeah we're a bonus we're gonna throw one more in there for you yeah be a bonus track oh. bonus track so yeah, before we play these, just remember, please, you know, su- subscribe if, if you want on on Apple or or Spotify or whatever. And uh, big thing, leave us leave us a review. It does not have to be positive. Again, if you disagree, let us know. Uh, it's totally fine. We can take it. Let us know, but do it in the reviews yeah, on Apple. Yep, that'd be that'd be great. It, it helps us a lot. Uh, just kind of as as we always mention on on the rankings and all that and uh yeah let us know what you helps think. us with the rankings helps us get seen and helps other people listen to great country music and helps us keep this going so that wasn't a very good call to action but definitely leave us a review definitely be sure to follow us we are on twitter instagram uh tiktok facebook all of the above <laughs> we post a lot of ridiculous shit on tiktok so yeah but of course uh, definitely our main ones are twitter and instagram of course, Mike's personal account, my personal account, and then the podcast account, which has been booming lately. Yeah, and, uh, thank you for all the support Instagram on that. Too. Hell yeah, so, feeling the love. Yeah, and we love you guys. We love you guys tweeting at us and 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 uh, asking us questions and telling stories and sending videos and all kinds of good stuff. Sending music suggestions, we love it. Every bit of the interna- interaction, we uh, we try to get back to everybody. Hell, I I tell uh, you, wow, we're 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 not that crazy bitty busy, uh, but we will get back to you at some point. But. I tell you, Emily, Emily Scott Robinson. I actually discovered her through uh, one of my followers uh, messaged me uh, about her. So, Derek Stork, shout out to you, buddy. Uh, can't I'm forever grateful for that. So, um, thank you. Forever but, grateful. Yeah, we yeah. we always love those interactions uh, between between you folks. But definitely, because like we said before at the end of the day we are fans too and we are here for you guys listening so thanks again for listening please share it with your friends tell them all about this badass country music podcast that they need to listen to go check out our merch i recently got a hat i got a hippies and cowboys podcast hat and that shit is looking dude fantastic. It's, it's cool so i'm jealous I, yeah very soon i have not gotten mine very yet soon. we got yeah. we got new cool stuff coming your way so 
Hell keep yeah. your eyes peeled, keep your ears open. And uh, yeah, I think that's it for me. We can, uh, we'll leave you with a couple songs here. Mike, if you have anything to add, we'll. I don't, man. You hit it all. Thank you all for, for all the love and listening. And, and uh, you know, if, if, if you enjoy this music that we're playing for you here from Emily, uh, you know, tell, tell people about her. Tell people about the podcast because uh, the, the more people listening, the, the more we can, we can start to fight that, that nasty machine we're talking about. That's, that's all in it for the money. You yeah. know, we can, we can start tying people on to these these great artists and storytellers that are out there so um, great female artists especially it all starts it all starts with you guys today. yeah it all starts with you guys with female artists with artists across the board that are making good stuff so it starts with you and and that's right tell, start telling people because you can make a difference tell your friends don't let friends don't let friends listen to pop country so anyway facts we of life will, uh, we'll leave you with two more songs here off of uh her 2019 release traveling mercies again like he said thank uh, make sure you share it with your friends and uh, we were really appreciative that emily was able to come on and chat with us and i hope that we uh did a decent job about addressing this uh big topic big really important topic in country music right now and uh like like we were just saying feel free to jump into the conversation on twitter and uh you know um it's it, every bit of every bit of uh dialogue back and forth is important whether you're agreeing with what we're saying or disagreeing it's the talking is what's going to change minds and get things moving forward so right um that's kind of my little spiel at the end but we will leave you with two tunes we are going to start you off with uh Shoshone Rose by Emily Scott Robinson again that's off 2019's Traveling Mercies and then we're going to follow that up yeah. with one more at the end, and that is Better With Time. Right, Mike? Hell yeah. Better With Time. Better stick around yes, for sir. that one, too. I, I see you stick guys around. closing the app a little early. Don't, don't do that. That's, uh, th- don't this, do is, that. this is a real one. This, you know, Stick around for Better With Time. It's, it's, it's a great one. It's Mike's favorite. It is my. Oh. He's been waiting for this the whole time. Yeah, he's been waiting for this the whole time. So. I'm just waiting for Garrett so to stop talking so I can listen to it again. That so, that's right. Yeah, I'll <laughs> shut up. And uh, again, thanks for listening. Uh, we love you guys. Thanks so much, and we will see you next time. English well enough to pass for white Works twice as hard as any man in her skin is light Hangs back in the shadows round the fire So no one can tell that she's Shoshone in disguise It was easy getting into camp Just waited till the guard got drunk and took that chance
bravest of the scouts And the only woman standing with her head unbowed Cause she made a promise, took a vow And she'd never rest until she'd run the white man out Now the moon is near, the stars are bright And it's dark enough to go unnoticed here tonight Death dressed in a deer skin shroud Is coming for the general and it's too late now It's too late now, it's too Her black hair fall all the way down to her hips Locks her eyes and licks her lips Gives the general her softest kiss The last is smoke, it clouds the sight By the flickering flame of candlelight Sweet release, he closed his eyes and barely felt the bowie knife, the bowie knife, the bowie knife. Keep your hair up, head down low, don't talk to people you don't know. Tell that horse to go, go, go and ride. Just show me.
couldn't wait A year was all we needed To know the love we'd found was something rare We said our vows On a weekday on the mountain With a bottle of champagne And the book of common prayer And that first Christmas You'd bring home bottles of good vintage That a table didn't finish And we'd drink a midnight glass and fall asleep By the soft light of the tree With the dog down by our feet In each other's arms at last Oh, the memories are sweet But I wouldn't trade them for The way we fight a little Someone finally bought the place They'll tear it down and build some million dollar Mansion to their taste But honey, that's okay Cause the memories are sweet But I wouldn't trade them for The way we fight a little less now Make love a little more Like that bottle we've been saving Of California wine We keep 